I'm Zach, and I am a few beers from being drunk. I'm Ben, and I'm just sick. Sick like a Lil Wayne verse, or? No, like viruses. It's not COVID, though. I'm going to just go ahead and Lysol my mic out of precaution. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. That's how it works. <clears throat> I mean, no, I, I don't know. It's just like every, I get this shit every year. It's like a combination of like allergies and then like I get sick because of the allergies or something. I don't know. So my voice is going to be a little rough in the beginning, but it'll even out. I think the more I talk, I promise. <laughs> Not going to lie. When we were first talking on the phone earlier, when you first called me, I was like, uh, is this Ben? <laughs> <laughs> yeah people at work have been doing that too like <clears throat> so i mean i get it but uh hope you're hope you're feeling better man yeah it's fine i um what didn't no help to too, i was what was Go it ahead. i was just like this weekend i was rebuilding my fence because it blew down and uh i did like dig up all the fence posts and then you got to dig deep holes and then put the posts in concrete, all that shit. And I think the concrete powder actually like fucked my throat up even more. Um, they say you're supposed to wear a mask. And obviously I didn't do that. So wise, <coughs> yeah. obviously good yeah. choice. So respirator that's for pussies. <laughs> I did pull well, my shirt over my mouth. You didn't learn during COVID you got to fold it at least three fucking times before it causes any effect? Well, you know. You're better off making your shirt into a goddamn ninja mask at that point, friend. Yeah, I know. Which also, if if you, listener, have not seen the video... Google Shaggy Too Dope explaining how to make a ninja mask out of a t-shirt. You won't be sorry. Is that a, a new thing or is that it, old? It's old. But it's it's not any less good. I mean, imagine imagine if we had a group meetup, right? Where we took a picture and everybody took their shirt off right quick and made a ninja mask out of it. I feel like security would be called. Oh, yeah, they absolutely would. Yeah. But it would be the end of the day, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Plus, the <sighs> other thing is, you know, we do a meetup at a park with a water park. So then you got some uh, plausible deniability. Yeah, that's true. Well... <clears throat> Listen to you coughing. It's uh it's the day after 420, so we're celebrating 420. Cause that's, that's how stoners do it. And that's why I'm at, actually that's why I'm coughing. I live every day like it's 420. What does that entail? Well, that's mainly as in I always pretend it's a few days before my wife's birthday, so I better be nice to her. 
Makes sense. <clears throat> 420 That's, is my dad's birthday. Is it which, really? Yeah, which you'd think it'd be easy to remember because of that, but because of the day, it's actually more difficult to remember. It's like you start the day and then I'm like, oh, fuck. It's already two o'clock. Shit. What happened, man? <laughs> it's already 421. <laughs> uh, 420 is also our good buddy Nolan's birthday. So happy belated, Nolan. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, happy belated to your dad, too. I just figure there's a much better chance Nolan's actually listening to this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you think either of your parents have ever heard an episode of your favorite coaster sucks? Um, I don't think so, but also because they've never listened to a podcast. I guess so. that, that kind of makes sense. I'll, <laughs> I'll back it up a step. Do either of your parents know that your favorite coaster sucks exists? Um, <clears throat> I mean, like I've talked about it, but I don't think there's like a full grasp on like what it is exactly. I think, I think in their eyes, it's just like a coaster thing. Like, you know, like p- coaster meetups, group meetups. Like it's just in that umbrella of that weird thing that their 33 year old son does still that he never grew out of. That adds up. And I'm sure if you mentioned me, they immediately were like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to have that effect on my friend's parents from that time. (laughs) I remember our one buddy, his parents fucking hated me. Yeah, I bet. But here's the deal, right? I'm recollecting, like, I get maybe I was, like, at times a touch of a bad influence. But on the whole, I don't really think I was that bad of an influence, right? Or am I justifying? You can you can keep it one hundred with me. Um, well, put it this way: if every son, every parent thinks that their kid like doesn't smoke weed or drink or do you know that type of stuff, so I think anybody who is knowingly into that is always going to be seen as a bad influence. And then, like once you're twenty one, it's like whatever. Right. But what I'm saying is not necessarily an actual, it's not a perception thing. It's really more of a judgment call. Not so in your judgment as a youth, was I as bad of an influence as uh, some parents (laughs) made it seem in your judgment? No, I mean, for me, my situation, no, because all my friends were kind of on the same page. Like, I think it might may have more been think like all of my friends are a bad influence, but that's okay. God damn it, Ben! Fuck you! <laughs> <clears throat> I refuse to sit here and take this shit. <laughs> I'm not a bad influence on anybody. <laughs> I like weed, and I have a lot, and I share it with anyone who's in my vicinity. <laughs> And that's that's been the way I've been since I was younger. (laughs) Fuck, I guess I did the same thing with cigarettes at that time, too. So, shit. 
this is a bad way to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the 420 episode. Well, in honor of that, let me be a bad influence and take a fucking bong hit. That's how it's done. And uh, here's the real deal, right? I'm enjoying the shit out of this because we're actually recording this before 420. Hey, hey. But happy yeah, high holidays to those of you who celebrate. Um, do you know the movie Mandy? Uh, I know the song Mandy. I'm guessing they're not related. No, it's um, I don't know. I guess <clears throat> we're gonna go see it at 420 on 420. Okay. I don't exactly know the the 420 relevance, but if a movie theater, do they have Alamo Draft House in Chicago? Oh, we just got one. Just got okay. One. Um. So we do the movie pass um, that I think it's like 20 bucks a month and it's just unlimited movies. Um, So we do that like once or twice a week. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And and because of the way the Alamo is set up, like when you go, you're going to buy beer and food. So I think it's, it's actually kind of a genius way to get people to go see movies. Um. So, yeah, we do that quite a bit. That's like exactly why I don't go to the movies that often. Yeah. I'm like, I'll stream that bitch. (laughs) I went to a theater for the first time last week since seeing Jackass Forever. When was, uh, when did that come out? Fuck, last year? Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And before that, last time I saw a movie was fucking Toy Story 4. And that was probably, what, like, like 2019? 2015? Oh, tw- yeah, that's right. Because, like, I don't know. This shit just gets more and more expensive to do. Because it's like well, the ticket yeah. is like 20 bucks. <laughs> And then, like, a popcorn's, like, 20 bucks. Well, so, and with Alamo, it's not just, like, popcorn. It's, like, so they serve, like, it's a full menu and, like, a full bar. So, you're basically going to dinner. So, you walk out with, like, a, you usually usually spend between the two of us, like, 70 bucks. That's, like, two beers and a burger each. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. I'm, like... Fuck, man, 70 bucks for a movie. Like, I know you get dinner and everything, but it's like. It's it's like, okay, it's the cost of a night out, but like, Jesus Christ, it's a movie. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, though, like. um, The food is good quality, like it's you basically like if I were to go to any restaurant in Denver and get a burger and two beers between two people would be like 70 bucks. 
So it's kind of like the idea is, well, if I'm going to spend that anyway for dinner, I might as well be doing it in front of a movie where you only pay 20 bucks a month for unlimited movies. So it's like we go out to, I mean, we, cause we go out to eat probably way too much, but half of that is usually to a movie. I mean, I don't know. It seems, it seems like they'd be better off just like doing the comedy club thing and like, Oh, the ticket's free, but it's a two item minimum. Which, which, by the way, the comedy club thing always pissed me the fuck off. Well, remember the rave did the same thing. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's a free ticket. But then you get to the door and it's like, all right, you have to buy your two drink tickets to get in. Yeah, it's 20 bucks. This is a free ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then if you use the tickets, you could only get shit drinks with them. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like, oh, can I get a shot of, you know, Jack? And they're like, uh, no, only Bud Light or Sangria. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what is the Sangria exactly? <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. It comes from a bag. And you're like, oh, I guess I'll go with the Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was what was that trap house deal? The, oh my god, the trap house! <clears throat> well, notably, of course, first of all, they like were not known for their strict ID policy. Put it that way. Yeah, their deal was for ten bucks, you got a shot of Jameson and a forty of Mickey's. <laughs> And when and when was the only time I've ever passed out on the blue line? After a late night at the fucking trap house. Mm-hmm. With uh with our buddy David. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> to this day, if there's like top five hangovers, whenever that time I came down, that was one of them. Oh my god, that was bad dude um and i was in the bathroom like they were they didn't they didn't have tap water and they (laughs) only sold like fiji for five bucks a piece so i was just in the bathroom drinking like sketchy like sink faucet water with like a plastic cup i think the lesson there is do not drive drunk. Yeah. I can say, thankfully, nothing happened to us, but uh, don't ever even chance it. <laughs> that was a good time, though. <laughs> Until we left. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> remember, do you remember when we parked? Like right as we're parking, we see like someone get rear-ended. <laughs> no, I had forgotten about that until you fucking said that, man. <laughs> and it was just like, oh my god. 
<clears throat> it was like a Kia Soul and like a Jeep or something. And it was just like two like typical Chicago, like blonde, like, you know, women probably texting like, <clears throat> oh my God, I like didn't see you. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the trap house. Um, and then that um and then there's that guy on the street who had all the drawings. Oh, that dude was awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I could have talked to that dude for like an hour. I mean, he had like a stack of 50, 50 drawings. What was his name? Like street knowledge, ghetto knowledge? Um I don't know, but his whole thing was ghetto art. Ghetto art, that was it. Get a word. <laughs> he said that shit about 80 times for like the five minutes we were standing there. Yeah. Like he would, he had like a 10 second pitch on each drawing and then you'd just be like ghetto art and then flip to the next one. Yeah, dude. Like I say, I could have listened to that dude for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> This this is a guy who was jerking off on the train. Ghetto art. <laughs> this is the scene I walked into in a McDonald's bathroom where a lady was giving birth. Ghetto art. <laughs> Just like, oh my God, this guy's seen some shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hope that dude's doing all right. Give that guy a phone and TikTok. Seriously, somebody get ghetto art on YouTube. I need like a slice of life film. CEO, uh, we got a couple of questions from our buds in the Discord today. And um, this is a great time to plug the Discord, by the way. Uh, you know, we appreciate everyone who goes on there. The link is in the episode description. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically like kind of like a chat room or a forum, kind of like a combination of the two. Right? Because I found like we've had some listeners who were unfamiliar with Discord. So I feel like that's maybe a good way to pitch it, right? Yeah. Well, also, too, people have like a bad connotation of Discord. With like incels and school shooters, because every time, <laughs> like I'm the only person amongst my friends who has Discord, and it's like whenever I'm on it, I always get shit for it. Yeah, I. And see, the thing is, for some reason, we don't have any of that on our servers. Well, not for some reason, we don't invite any of that into our servers. Um. But more importantly, just everybody on our server is super chill and cool. Um, we have had pretty in-depth, politically charged conversations on our Discord, which have been very civil and respectful. And at the end of it, everybody's still friends. It's amazing. It's It's like this weird space on the internet where people can just be respectful of each other. And no one's ever citing like 
Newsmax or anything, so that's good. Yeah, no, we don't get any weird bullshit. So if you feel like that's a cool community for you, then I definitely would encourage you to come check it out. I love the community that we've got there. We have the coolest fucking listener base, not even listener base. We've got the best fucking community in the entire roller coaster enthusiast world. Yeah, everyone's pretty cool. It is cool. And I know that because we're kind of insular and that's fine with us. (laughs) You avoid a lot of the shitty people that way. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But we're not, we're not exclusive. We're just kind of insular. We welcome everybody. Just don't be an asshole. (laughs) I hope we're doing a good job of pitching the discord. I mean, if you yeah. listen to this show and you enjoy it, you would probably like our Discord. I'll put it that way. And the main reason being is that our Discord is the primary way that we interact with our listener base. I know I, a lot of you guys follow us on the socials and we do interact over there. But if you want to interact with us in terms of like getting a question on the podcast or some other stuff like that. The best way to do so is through our discord, because that's where we know the people who actually will hear it are going to be making the requests. So we give special attention to people in our discord. You special, special folks. So uh, first of all, our homeboy Steen, who is super awesome. And I'm glad he's, uh, he joined us for the last uh, voice chat that we did with the patrons. And a quick plug for the Patreon, um, give us money and no, um, but if, if, if you do get any kind of entertainment value out of the show for as little as one buck a month, you can join us on our private discord area where we do our voice chats every month with our patrons. And, uh, so Steen was able to join us for the last one, which is cool. And, uh, I'm sure he's, if he's listening to this, it's probably late at night. (laughs) So he asks, if you could pick any theme to design a coaster around, what would it be? Um, that's a good question. It is a good question. Cause it's, it's like vague enough to be like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Anything. Um, Huh. Well, let's spitball. What about All right, so I've got two answers for this and I'll save Okay, so I've got like my my real answer, quote unquote, and then like my troll alol answer. So In terms of the real answer, I'm going to be honest here. I think the Tempest by the Insane Clown Posse would be an amazing theme for a roller coaster. Yeah, and... um, No, that'd be cool. I'm surprised that hasn't been, like, a thing. Or, um... 
because well, they do the the gathering the juggalos they have like a little carnival right yeah they do some so carnival just, rides i think and so imagine if they just had like a wacky worm but they themed it to the tempest that wouldn't work dude that couldn't be the tempest the tempest is the largest fastest steepest deepest all this tallest all this and more roller coasters so it can't just be a fucking wacky worm you've heard the lyrics to that song yeah in fact i remember pitching to you specifically at one point covering that song for your favorite coaster sucks but i can't get you to agree to any musical projects i'm not good at that stuff I can't sing. You don't have to sing, man. You just record the lines. I can adjust it so it fits the beats. (laughs) Is it like auto-tuned? Similar, yeah. I could do some of that, too, if you want to sound like fucking T-Pain. I still think it would be a great project for us to cover The Tempest by the Insane Clown Posse. As your favorite coaster sucks. Just throwing that one out there. If if you agree, listeners, please leave a comment. Let us know in the Discord. Give us a shout on socials. Just say, do the cover. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna publicly pressure Ben into doing it. <laughs> I'll tell you, Ben, you can take either Jay or Shaggy's part. All right. I'll have to re-listen to that song. Get an idea. All right. Yeah. But I think I think that would be a great theme for a ride. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I thought it'd be funny. You know, like Six Flags does the ad rappers on their rides. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if there was like a Pfizer ad wrapper? <laughs> That's not too far off from my trolley answer, which is um, the Abordo coaster. Yeah. They'd Where have to open one of those in Orlando now. Did you hear about that shit? Oh, God. No. What happened now? Oh, Florida. Um, I don't have all the details, but it sounds like Florida has officially passed a six-week abortion ban. All right. Fun spot. Noel, maybe not fun spot. Uh, Icon Park. We need the Abordo coaster. (laughs) Well, I think it's kind of funny because fun spot's probably like, all right, we're not taking any chances, so we're going to have the RMC mind blower. Oh, my God. Not wrong, but oh my god. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Meanwhile, Universal and and fucking Velocicoaster and Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, um, yes, entertainment. Jesus Christ. 
Um, so let's see here. Oh, hey, fucking right on, man. Logan has a question. He says, uh, thoughts. Oh, this is Logan from Coaster Cuzzies, by the way. Go check out Coaster Cuzzies, good homies of ours. He says, thoughts and experiences with frozen food slash dinner and and or cheap struggle food. What have you what have been your go-tos? Weird eras eras you might have been in, good, bad, ugly, etc. Have you ever eaten Mr. Noodles dry like chips, stuff like that? Um yes. <laughs> but I will give the caveat and this is a bit of advice, do not fuck with the flavor packet. Oh yeah. If you, if you're eating a dry, do not fuck with that flavor pack. And I made that mistake one time. You're like, oh, one little sprinkle. And then you're like, salty. Yeah. It like fucks up your taste buds too for like a day or two. It does. Because like you can't get it off so your tongue. Mu- it's so much sodium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it's a ridiculous amount of sodium. So. Definitely some advice, Logan. Do not fuck with that pack. Although he lives in Canada, so maybe they don't allow as much sodium there. Well, if it's Mr. Noodles and not ramen, I wonder if that's like a similar brand or if it's off brand or I don't I know I've seen Mr. Noodles, but huh. I don't think I've seen that one, but here okay, so this may be localized to America, but I would still say generally be careful with the flavoring. Yeah. If you're eating it dry. Um, well, it even, it even took me a while to realize that when you make ramen, you're supposed to sh- like strain the broth out of the noodles. So you're not even really supposed to drink the broth. Apparently. Really? I guess so. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, I could be wrong too. It might be just an assumption, but yeah, I always drink that shit in soup, you know. But um, yeah. Let me let me think here. What about some other cheap? Well, the thing with ramen is it's very easily expandable too. Mm-hmm. Like you can add a lot of shit to ramen on a low budget and really stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah, I used to um I used to put like I'd cut like two hard boiled eggs, plop it in there, and then um add like chicken or I don't know, like ground beef or whatever. Give it some protein. Yeah, I mean I was gonna say um if you kind of make it in more of a pan rather than a pot, you can just like fry the egg right in there with it. You know, like, and like one egg can really stretch that shit out and make it a lot more filling. Mm -hmm. You you add two and shit. That's a good ass meal for, I don't know, two bucks. You got yourself a stew. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of some other struggle foods. Yo, I, um... This is like a specialty of mine, man. I, I was poor as fuck for a long time. So, um, 
Here you go, man. Buy you a block of tofu and a bag of spinach. And you can either cut up the tofu. Tofu is going to run you no more than like $3 for the block. And the yeah. bag of spinach should be no more than like, again, 3 bucks. You cut that tofu up into little, little uh, like cubes. Or you can literally just squish it with your hands and make mm-hmm. like a crumble like that. Let that shit fry up for a bit like I'm talking a good 20-30 minutes on like a medium medium high well no like more like a medium medium low let that let the moisture cook off a bit then you add in the bag of spinach little by little let that shit shrink down real healthy meal full of protein just add a little bit of salt and pepper for seasoning for flavor and yeah, I'm talking cheap ass meal, full of full of nutrients, bunch of protein. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Um, buy some hemp seeds, Logan. Hemp seeds have like 15 grams of protein in like one tablespoon. So if you can get a tablespoon of those in every day. You should have more than enough protein as well as uh, essential omega acids, fatty acids, three, six, nine. Um, Those are a little pricey, but the bag should be able to stretch if you only go one tablespoon at a time, you know? Yeah. That's literally like enough for a day, you know? Literally a handful of those and like two bananas is a really good breakfast. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Um, see, I was, I guess, like, <clears throat> I was always into buying like fast food when I was poor. So I'd buy like, <clears throat> I'd get the $5 hot and readies and it, that would be like my lunch and dinner. And then like that can work, but like, I don't know if you learn to cook a little bit, you can stretch $5 out into, you know, three meals. Yeah. Even, even in this economy, <laughs> yo, pasta, learn how to cook any type of pasta, Logan. Um, pasta sauce is easy, man. Can of yeah. a can of tomatoes and an onion is all you need to make a good pasta sauce with some salt and pepper. And a box of noodles is not too pricey. And like that can be fortified with any kind of protein, any kind of meat, whatever. Also, um, craft mac and cheese or KD as the Canadians would say that always, I feel like you can get the, like the, like the 10, bo- like the 10 box for like a dollar a piece. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. what's it? My mom used to make, um, 
cut up hot dogs in it. Yep. Hot dogs <laughs> in the in the mac and cheese. You cut up a hot dog, put that in a bowl of mac and cheese, man. That's a pretty yep. good meal. Yeah, it's like the only acceptable way to eat a hot dog, too, because hot dogs on their own kind of suck. Like, okay, so my biggest my biggest pet peeve with food ter- current day is when I'll go camping with people and it's usually like, all right, like we'll do breakfast, you do lunch, someone does dinner, whatever. And then someone's like, all right, I got dinner. And they just bring like Oscar Mayer hot dogs and hot dog buns and like a little bottle of ketchup. Oh, it's like, that's not fucking dinner. (laughs) Meanwhile, people are making like, you know, tacos, burritos, like steak, salads, and then you got hot dogs. Uh, There is a way to make hot dogs into a meal. That's not mac and cheese. Like it can be hot dogs, but it's got to be like Chicago stylers or something similar where there's like enough toppings to, you know, fill it out as a meal. Yeah. Cause like, you know, a Chicago styler with fucking mustard and onion and pickle, sport pepper, tomato wedge, Celery salt, fucking all of that. So Two of I've those never, is a meal. I've never had a Chicago dog. Fuck out of here, dude. You're going to have one when you're here for the meetup. But I don't eat mustard, relish, onion, sauerkraut. Um, There's no sauerkraut. <laughs> right. But basically, it like, relish, all- it's onion, it's mustard. Yeah, all the toppings that make a Chicago dog, I'm not a fan of. So, I like, I like, I'll eat a hot dog on plane, like a child. That's fine. Okay, I can appreciate, so- I can appreciate like the beef and like the sausage, and I can appreciate all that in the bun, but just not the toppings. And then people are like, "Well, that's not a real Chicago dog," and it's like, "Well, it is." No, no, no. See, I'm not going to I'm not going to take that approach because I'm not that much of a stickler. I will occasionally take hot ketchup on a hot dog. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. I don't like tomato. Um, So. Here's here's my question back to you, then. You got to fill in a hot dog with some toppings. What are you putting on there? Um, I usually don't put anything on it. You you go for like the Matt Stoney? The fucking Kobayashi? <laughs> I don't know what that is, Did, but sure. The fucking the fucking Joey Chestnut. <clears throat> as long as the sausage is a good sausage, I'm okay with that. Hold on, hold on a second. You're from Wisconsin. We've got to make a fucking distinction here. And I'm from Chicago. Sausage and hot dog are two different things. Well, whatever. I, I know I'm using it as a general term. If it's meat that's cased, it's sausage, hot dog, whatever. I don't care. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I can't believe I'm I'm the one being more intense about this and I'm the vegan. <laughs> 
I don't know. I've lived here now for, I've been away for a while. Everything here is on a tortilla. So that makes sense. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember I went to, um, it's not Coors Field anymore. It's whatever it is. They're not Coors, uh, Miller. It's not Miller Park anymore. It's whatever the American fuck it is now. Family Insurance. There it is. Ballpark yep. or something. Yeah. They don't even have hot dogs in there. It was only fucking sausages and kielbasa and shit. Oh, really? Bratwurst. Not kielbasa. Hmm. That's Chicago. Uh, it's bratwurst and shit. There was no hot dogs. That makes sense. It was just interesting. So, like, yeah. you get a bratwurst, you're not even putting, like, grilled onion on there? No. Not even, like, a little bit of yellow mustard? No. What about some that, brown mustard? No. That whole... See, I, I'm i not that picky of an eater, but I don't like condiments. So, <clears throat> I'm a... I don't know. I just... Not in a mustard, not in a onions, like fucking um, horseradish. Any of that's like re- like relish is fucking disgusting. Same with like sauerkraut. Just that that like whole f- any. Just I have awful memories of like family members with like eating hot dogs with overflowing toppings and having that, that combination of like <clears throat> beer breath with beer breath with like onions and mustard. And like, you know, like when you're a kid and like relatives are like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Give me a kiss. And meanwhile, they're like hammered. So their breath just smells like alcohol and onions and all that shit. Nope. Sounds like you just grew up in Wisconsin. Yeah. <coughs> I'm not exactly trying to make a dig at Wisconsin. But see, that's why I'm happy. I'm happy here because like everything is just a, a some assortment of a pepper and it's on a tortilla and it's it's all good. <laughs> I look at, I I'm sure there's a lot less cheese on anything there. Yeah. That's well um what's the Mexican cheese uh queso? No, not queso. Uh cotta cotta I don't I buy it every week. I don't know what the fuck it is. <clears throat> oh, chihuahua? I'm going to look at the pronunciation. Katiha cheese or Katia Katia. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, yeah. So, I mean, that that was the other thing. It's like, at least there's not cheese on hot dogs normally, but like. Like a cheddar wurst is good. That's so you'll take cheese on a fucking bratwurst, but it's inside of it. That's disgusting. That's downright disgusting, dude. 
like hot dogs and sausages are already disgusting enough. You're talking about putting fucking cheese in that shit too. Hmm. Speaking of gross things, <clears throat> you know, the Oscar Mayer um, bologna pack that has the cut olives in it. <laughs> yeah. <those laughs> fucking pimentos. <laughs> Oh, that shit grossed me out as a kid. I mean, it's like conceptually it makes sense, but it's also like. It looks disgusting. I I mean, ever since someone referenced that to thinly sliced hobo, like. Yo, olive companies be wilding out nowadays, though. Olive companies? Like what? Yeah, they got like a fucking jar of olives. Okay, go to like a semi-fancy liquor store and take a look around in like the mixer section at the olives, right? You be seeing fucking olives that are the size of your thumb. And it'd be like filled with like blue cheese, walnut crumble. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, for Bloody Mary shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, these companies are fucking wilding out, man. Yeah. And it's like $10 for the jar. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. You know, um, so I don't like olives, but I do enjoy olives and martinis. But maybe that's just because it's alcohol. But I mean, it's nice to have a little snack with your drink. That's for sure. Yeah. The, the I guess really the question is, how, do you like a dirty martini? Sure. Well, no, I mean, like, because dirty is referring to how much or if there is the, in, the inclusion of olive juice in the recipe. Oh, um, yeah. Why not? I don't. I don't really know much about martinis. I kind of just drink them. So like when people ask, it's like sure, but no, like olives and vodka. Like olives and vodka pair pretty well, but like olives on their own, not really a fan of. Um, I don't know. Like, do you ever do olives on pizza? Yeah, I like olives though. <laughs> I guess olives on pizza work if it's like cracker thin crust but not if it's in like a layer of cheese nah Uh, man olives are good dude like I'm saying I'm I'm a big olive fan right I'd throw some black olives into a fucking martini but uh yo let's uh get to the rest of these questions after uh, a quick break be right back after this. All right. Great America in Gurney, Illinois, is a world-class theme park full of exciting attractions. But this thrill ride destination didn't just appear overnight. In nearly 50 years of operation, Great America's growth has seen first-of-a-kind rides, corporate bankruptcy, 
ownership change, and no shortage of intrigue. I'm Zach, and I'm inviting you to join me as I take a look at the development, changes, and overall history of Great America in Gurney, Illinois on See the Carousel, the history of Great America. Now available on all podcast apps. <laughs> all right, welcome back to your favorite coaster socks. Uh, I think these ad breaks just keep getting better, right? So they always do. Um, it's the way it goes. Um, we got a question from Metal Mike here. He says, "What is the oh god? What is the oddest form of entertainment you enjoy?" Um. Porn? I. Hmm. It's an interesting question. Um, I like a lot of forms of entertainment, but I think the oddest form is probably professional wrestling. I don't think it's pretty odd though. Wrestling's pretty popular. Oh, it's an odd form of entertainment though. Yeah. I um see we do this thing called <laughs> YouTube bungee jumping. It's where um, <clears throat> you try to get in as deep into a rabbit hole as much as possible and then like back out of it and start over. So like for some reason, the most entertaining forms of this is like right wing media. And like if you watch it if from the right perspective, it's actually pretty funny. Like it, the, like to make fun of it. Oh, go on. I don't know. I'm just like some of those like Fox shows they put on are so fucking ridiculous, like terrifying, but also like funny. If you're not a conservative boomer who's retired, it's funny. It's funny, but not in the ha ha kind of way. Well, right. Yeah. You're not you're not laughing at their punchlines like they themselves are the punchline <laughs> from a 10,000 foot view. It would be a lot funnier if we didn't live in America. Well, that's the thing. What makes it scary, though, is considering how many people actually watch that as like their daily news content. Yeah. Well, at least they just got um seven hundred eighty-five million dollars less worthwhile, (laughs) which seems like such a small amount considering that this has like this is like. You know, it's like related to democracy and it has to do with like 
faith in elections and reputation. And that seems like such a small number. Hey, you know, the old saying is freedom isn't free. You know how much it costs now. (laughs) True. Freedom isn't free. No, there's a hefty fucking fee. <laughs> and if you don't chip in your bucko five, who will? It's weird how even that movie is like still relevant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was that's that's such that's still great. Oh, real quick. I saw um, this 80s movie um, last Friday. Speaking of Alamo and dinners and stuff. Um, video, it's called like Videodrome, which I think our listener audience is probably too young to know. I never heard of it until I saw it. But it's from the 80s. <laughs> and it's this idea of that. like, And this is like back in like 80s ideology where – People thought that like society was going down the drain because of television and cable TV and this idea that like, you know, people are just being fed what they want to see. And there's like all these outlets for like violence and sex and, you know, terrible news and all this stuff. And uh, the idea was that in the future, you would consume, everybody would consume the same like TV broadcast it. TV broadcasts, but the transmission would cause you to hallucinate. So you'd basically be consuming TV like through your brain and it would, and you'd hallucinate and you would see whatever you wanted to see. So everybody's experience was different. Um, and like, it was actually pretty interesting. Cause like that was, uh, 40 years ago. And like, sounds like a cell phone, right? Exactly. Like, the concepts are really relevant. It's just interesting to see like a take on it from the eighties. Um, it was pretty good. It's an interesting movie. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting how some of the, a lot of that stuff from like the sci-fi, especially from like the seventies and eighties is like so applicable to the technology of today. If you frame it properly, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um <clears throat> have you ever read the book Um Brave New World? No. So I don't know when it was written. I know they made a movie shit, maybe in the fifties. Um that's a that's a good one. Cause I, I actually just recently watched that. Um, yeah. Okay. So actually there's one in 98. Oh shit. I never saw this one in 98. I wonder if it's the same story. Huh? Okay. So the book was written in 31, 1931. <coughs> and it was this idea that like, Technology advances to a point where society enters a period of decadence and 
like people were just consuming drugs all day to kind of like zap their emotions and to be constantly happy. Like basically like everybody's constantly fed this like steady stream of dopamine to forget that they work these, you know, these shitty jobs and long hours and that their existence is meaningless, but they have all these like fancy, this fancy technology to keep them distracted. And everybody's just kind of like a zombie, like constantly being fed drugs to keep them happy. Um, which for a hundred years ago, I mean, that's pretty spot on. Yeah, for real. Holy shit. That's the thing, though, is I think a lot of these, like, authors just had a sense of where society was going. Mm-hmm. Like, well, sure, the like- technology, the technological predictions were wrong or whatever, but, like, the idea was absolutely correct. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, it's kind of like a basic, <laughs> like, kind of a basic philosophy idea where, if you're t- if you can take like one problem or i guess like one step or stage and you replicate it over and over and over again like you you kind of realize that society is constantly following these like cycles right it's like con- we're kind of like we're always in like full circle like we always repeat ourselves and for the most part like <clears throat> everybody wants we want the same things today as we did thousands of years ago yeah yeah this is definitely the 420 episode (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) roller coasters (laughs) (laughs) well let's see if we take i mean where do you think all right here's a fun topic where do you think roller coasters will be in a hundred years Well, this is assuming that the species survives. Sure. Which real quick, <clears throat> that's another common theme. Like if you, if you go back like through history, everybody who's ever existed thought that their time period was the end of existence and that the, that the end of the world was always around the corner. And that the stage, the the period that you're living in is always the best it's going to be. I'm, I'm taking a much more George Carlin philosophy here. I don't think the end of the world is coming. I just think the end of humanity is coming. Oh yeah, sure. I don't know how quick I think it's plausible that it could happen within a hundred years. Yeah. I wouldn't hedge my bets on it, but it's definitely plausible. Um, in a hundred years, okay. Whew. See, here's the thing: is like, at what point in the next decade is AI going to have access to 3D printers? Right. Because once that happens, like all bets are off. Well, you know, <clears throat> I kind of had this epiphany when I rode 
Steel Vengeance the first time. Or not the first time, but like the first day I went, whatever. The same day I wrote it my first time. And we got super, super, super high. And I wrote it in the front row. <clears throat> and what was weird was like, we wrote Magnum and like Magnum, you know, like you're laughing, you know, it's like airtime. It's like wild, you know, you're all having this like fun, you know, aware experience. <laughs> and then we wrote Steel Vengeance and I felt like I was almost hypnotized. Like it wasn't a regular roller coaster experience. It was almost like the ride was designed by AI and they just put in like, make a roller coaster this length, this height and maximize airtime. And I feel like it just spit out this layout. And that's exactly what steel vengeance is like <clears throat> to where like when I wrote it and like the ride was over, like I was like, I don't even like, I didn't even remember the ride. I was kind of just like sitting there looking forward, just letting the ride kind of like go around me. And I was just like there I don't know how to describe it. Q Allen Shilky going, are you accusing me of ripping off AI? <laughs> <clears throat> but it was just like kind of an epiphany between like <clears throat> the, the experience of Magnum and then riding Steel Vengeance right after it was like, okay, like this is the future of roller coasters and it's really cool and exciting. But I think that roller coasters are, will eventually like change. And then, once us like millennials die out or get too old to ride, like roller coasters will have a completely different like form, you know, you know, everything's going to be different in like well, the next 10 or 15 years. Cause like I said, like AI will have access to 3d printers and smart cars and they'll all work together. Yeah. And people are going to be humanity as we know it is going to be obsolete technology. This really is the 420 episode. Yeah, so, that's fine. That's fine. So <laughs> we uh how much did you smoke? So I didn't smoke yet. I, I was about to. I kept like waiting for us to start the movie and then I just haven't done it yet. Okay, well we're an hour in now. I think it's time. Yeah. <clears throat> I just wanted to make sure I don't get too high and then like lose my steam talking, but that's all right. I'm going to, we'll take a few moments here to kind of seg into the video. We're going to do commentary for and allow you to take a couple bong hits or whatever to catch up with your boy here. So, um, I'll preface this by saying, um, just to to close out the AI thing, I uh, I have begun refining my ability to prompt Chat GPT. So, with that in mind, expect a return of comedy sketches to the show at some point soon. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> I, was a little, I was inspired after I saw the South Park episode with Chat GPT, which, by the way. We did our whole chat GPT stuff before they did. So, I mean, I'm just glad we got to it before South Park did. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with the turkey leg girl. 
yeah. So um, <clears throat> I I realized after watching that that oh, you can make Chat GPT if you really refine the prompts really well. You can have Chat GPT give you a really decent first draft of a comedy sketch. Hmm. Yeah, like um, I think the from what I am seeing, um, like people are too brief with it. Like if you write a good three paragraphs and you like feed it enough inputs, it'll get, it'll spit out some pretty good stuff. Oh yeah. It's, it is intelligent as the name implies. <laughs> you just have to be able to utilize it properly. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like getting better at like refining the prompts. Like, I don't want to give away my formula too much, but like if I kind of have a couple good punchlines in he- in my mind, you can be like, have a joke about this saying this. Mm-hmm. And that specificity, one- specificity kills ambiguity. Yeah. That, um, that one, that, that one joke it wrote about the Rob Alvey roast. Where it was like, you've had more ups and downs than the stock market during the great financial crisis, and you've eaten more funnel cakes than Oprah on a cheat day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't get it quite right. I had to, like, tweak the prompts a couple times. It was really funny. I was, like, working on one. The problem with it is, is it cannot get endings correct. Like the ending of like the ending of its own prompt and like, um, like, like if you tell it how the, the sketch should end, like I had an ending, like, you know, comedy sketches all follow some sort of formula. There's got to be a joke to end on, you know? Yeah. So I gave it that as part of the prompt and it took a completely different route given some of the inputs that was completely unanticipated. And I was like, wait, what is happening here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I definitely am learning to refine the prompting a little bit, but yeah. So maybe we'll have some sketches again back on the show. Cause got a little assistance from AI. (laughs) But honestly, like I was saying, it's like writing prompts is almost as like figuring out how to write the prompts is almost as involved as writing the sketch itself. Right. Yeah. Just kind of saves you a little bit of time in terms of like actually writing it out and formatting and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, which is, which is why I'm not like right now, everybody's like kind of freaking out about AI and there's all these like you know, articles and people are like, it's the end of humanity. It's the end of jobs and snap. But like I was listening. So there's this podcast I listened to. And this guy is like a, he's like a MIT AI research scientist. And um, he basically keeps explaining that although chat GT chat GPT is like a huge leap to what we currently have. There's still like, 
50, 100 plus more leaps that have to be made in order for it to be like an actual threat. And like those leaps could take a long, long time for us to figure out. So like, you know, cause like anybody can go to chat GBT and be like, you know, write me, uh, write me, uh, a script for like a coaster video. Right. But like, if you don't know how to feed it, the info, you're not going to get anything out. It's kind of like Google. Like if you're trying to cheat on a test in college, you can't just like type in the, the exam question into Google and get an answer. You have to still know how to like do research, you know? So, right. You can't go into chat GPT. Like you couldn't be like, make ramen. You have to be like, walk to the kitchen, get the package of ramen, open it, mm -hmm. you know, get a pot <laughs> or like put water in boil water. <laughs> like you have to give it every step. Yeah. And even if you were to ask it like first, like what are the steps to cook ramen? It'll tell you the steps, but it's also going to be like, super ambiguous so like let's say it tells you you know grab a pot fill it with water put it on your stovetop but like what if you only have a microwave right you have to tell it like make me give me the steps with a microwave <laughs> so it's yes. just like so like i don't know i obviously like when the chat gpt and like the ai images and stuff all came out like all it's really doing is just it's really just like formatting data in a way that we're not used to seeing. Like, you know, like, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that worried about it yet. Like, I mean, it's definitely going to change everything. It's just, I don't think it's, it's like basically the best strategy as a person is to learn to be adaptable and work with it. Mm -hmm. Cause if you don't, you're going to be left behind by people. Right. Like in our lifetimes, as of when we're recording this, we don't have to worry about like AI killing humanity yet, but like people are going to move on. So like, and use the technology that's available. So it's like adaptability mm -hmm. is really the most important thing. Also to, um, Oh, so have you heard about this AI theory? Um, I don't remember the name. I could probably find it, but I'll give the, summary basically it's this idea that let's say we keep researching and keep developing and keep building ai and it gets to a point to where it reaches like an autonomous conscious god state um that god state would then basically kind of not like literally go back in time but go back through like our kind of history and society and find everybody who resisted AI or tried to prevent it from being developed or was like against it and then go and kill them for the betterment of evolution. And then anybody who helped 
raise and develop and grow the AI would then be rewarded. Q Kent Brockman saying, I for one welcome our new ant overlords. (laughs) (laughs) And even in the scary thing about this is like, basically like me telling you about this has now changed your future path to where if this does happen and like, let, like, let's say I tell you and then like you're against AI, like that would be enough for it to go and kill you. I'm not against AI. I definitely <laughs> said everyone should just be adaptable to work with it. Work with not against. I for one welcome our new AI overlords. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, how much have you smoked now? (laughs) I haven't smoked anything. (laughs) So um, I want to give a shout out to our friend Coaster Justin, who uh, sent us a video for us to do commentary on. It's called 30 Roller Coasters in 24 Hours. Dude, I saw this on Discovery Channel back in like 2001. I had it on I had it like on a VHS. I haven't seen this one. It's pretty it's pretty it'll be fun for commentary, especially cuz this has like been 20 years now. And Right. The record, like I think the re- like this was a record only 30 roller coasters in 24 hours. Like that actually doesn't seem that impressive. Well, now it fucking doesn't, but 20 no. years ago, there wasn't as many roller coasters. Because I'm pretty sure, like, if I go back to, like, crazy coast, like, credit whoring trips, I probably have ridden 30 roller coasters in 24 hours. Um, That's what I'm saying. You could, like, open up Great America, plow through the park a- as quick as fucking possible, and then, like, dart over to Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. Ride most of them. Yeah, I mean, I'm specifically thinking about this time I did Six Flags Great Adventure and then the Jersey Shore. Oh, that'd be even easier. Yeah. Because I want to say there was like, I think we got like 24 like Jersey Shore credits in like half a day. It really wasn't that hard. You just basically like, you know, you just pop park the park. Each park has like two or three rides. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't think it would be quite as uh, impressive in 2023 as it was in 2003 or whenever. Yeah. But, um, you know, real quick before we get into it, uh, Justin did send some uh, notes with this. So let me <clears throat> read through his notes, especially because I haven't seen this one. So let's see. He says two things of note. One, David Escalante has sadly passed away. That I did know. Unfortunately, I did not know David Escalante personally. Um but I knew of his work um, in the Northern California area and contributions to, you know, different organizations with uh, roller coaster enthusiasts. So 
And as I understand it, he was a really good dude. So, um, you know, that's unfortunate loss to the community. To David Curley, whose site I got this from, got a sex change and is now Dea Curley and happily married. Good. Great. Wait, that was his notes? This is what Justin sent me. Okay. Um, that's, that's good that they, you know, found their true self or cheated. If that's their preferred pronouns, trying to be careful here. We respect everybody. But um, those were the notes. So um, if you want to watch along with us, which I would recommend because that's always more fun. We got the link for you um, in the episode description. <clears throat> It'll also be on our discord. So Ben, you got the link open, right? Yeah, I got <clears throat> ready to go. All right. You want to do the countdown? Yeah, sure. One sec. Oh, I got to refresh. <clears throat> okay. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Oh, wait. My. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Three, two, one, play. All right. 30 roller coasters in 24 hours. Fight for this, it, Magic Mountain. I love the music. Right? Oh, and here's another one with uh, Eric Boardman doing the voiceover. Oh, yeah. He's like the official voice of roller coaster videos from the 1990s. Mm-hmm. GRP. What is that? Uh, Guinness roller coaster or Guinness record. Guinness record project. <laughs> it's a weird acronym, but there's, of course, there's a buffet. Oh, <laughs> oh, top secret. With the cameras filming. <laughs> Do you think they printed out pages of RCDB? It's probably MapQuest directions. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the crazy shit about back then, right? All these people are roller coaster enthusiasts, and none of them have like none of them their job is like influencer or YouTuber. Right, yeah. They're just people. And these people like seem like pretty normal, like respectful Acer types. Definitely. Like if, if I was going to be with a group of Acers, these guys seem pretty legit. Yeah. Wow, that that ancient iMac <laughs> over there. 
Plus, I love the just the taking notes on printed paper. <laughs> not wrong but yeah that stealth shirt or that sweater cool. seriously <laughs> they really like that acronym <laughs> I feel like I've seen this guy yeah. And like a Wait, def- is that is that the guy who runs Great America Parks? Um maybe. Well, that's definitely the the same first and last name of that guy. Mhm. Okay. It probably is then. And Obviously, he's from Northern California, so I'm going to guess yes. And like very, that's like to a T, like a boomer Bay Area software engineer. (laughs) Yo, that necklace, so 2000s. Right. The fireplace in the background just looks a little off setting. RCT. This is this is definitely old because they're planning on riding Superman at Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. Also, wouldn't that I'm sorry they only counted it once. It's interesting it's so interesting how like like these people this is like a caricature of like some of the people I work with Bay area is has such a, like, I don't know. People are unique. I feel like (laughs) that makes sense. That's the thing is like, I feel like even the enthusiasts in like California are like very California first. (laughs) Yeah. Coaster weirdo comes later on in the personality. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that was cookies for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I can kind of see it. (laughs) Computer program manager.
Oh, so he's like the lawyer of the group. Great. <laughs> Who invited him? Right. I mean, if they're going to count Superman, then Superman, I feel like, should be count twice. Right. Yeah. If you're going to count it once, might as well count the motherfucker twice. Yeah. Although people people get real uppity about that type of thing. Yeah. They're wrong, but they do. So. <laughs> GRP on three. <laughs> wow, oh. two thousand. Wow. No. I hate that italicized font. It's really, with, really bad. With the exclamation point. Why is it not going clearly north to south? What do you mean? Like their route had them going from Santa Cruz up to Discovery Kingdom via Great America and then all the way down to Southern California. Maybe it had to do with like park operation hours. Oh, it could be. It's just like, and then they go all the way to the su- the furthest Southern point, loop back around and then go up to Magic Mountain. It's like, okay. Well, I think the, I think that, is they're probably trying to do the longest possible amount of driving when parks are closed. So like you do the drive overnight. So it makes sense to like work your way up. Cause it's like, if parks aren't open, you might as well just drive it. It's like what? Six hours. Yeah. Yeah. And he said they start at 5 PM. He's got like gap personality. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Dude, I'm so like this this ride looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, this this looks badass. So, are they only riding this one? Or are they gonna ride the other, like the kitty coaster, or whatever? Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll ride them all. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, so, they couldn't squeeze two in a row. That's what I'm saying. Like, do they do they have to wait while all of them like ride it, or like does only some of them riding it count? I think they all have to. Oh, there you go. 
for one person, y'all think couldn't pinch off a little bit? <laughs> that would piss me off. Like, that lady looked kind of tiny. She couldn't just pinch off a little bit for homeboy to squeeze in. Right. <laughs> oh, yo. That that last ride looked like it was probably a sleeper hit. Oh, those, uh, yeah, those hurricane rides or whatever. I think... <clears throat> yeah, I've ridden a few of those. They had that was the one that was at under the space needle. Or one of them like that. Like Okay, so yeah, that lady couldn't have pinched off a little bit so they didn't have to wait for one guy to ride the kitty coaster. Yeah. Or him? Right. They they look like they're the same size. Yeah. Like, this seems like one of the things that, like, as a 30-whatever-I-am-now, I actually would be down to do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Especially if everything's, like, organized for you. If it's like, yeah, we're going to have a crew driving and setting up food and all that stuff, like. Well, just having it planned and knowing that it's, like, Ah, everybody's booing him. <laughs> wow, that one guy's banging. Yeah. That was probably a very typical Paramount day where the park was slammed and there was running like one train and all those people were waiting for three hours. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, at least the park was nice enough to, like, accommodate them to, like, they don't want to get booed again. (laughs) Yeah, they've calmed down. Oh, and they have the camera mounted to the front seat. So, you know, that took extra time, too. Oh, they're still booing them. Well, I mean, it's my guess is the ride operators did not do any favors for them. Oh, sure. Like explaining like, oh, these people are like setting a Guinness World Record. Yeah, the ride probably went down for like 20 minutes beforehand. You know, that's probably what happened. They probably like closed the ride waiting for them to walk from the parking lot 
And because of like management, that ride was just not running for like 20, 30 minutes with like no explanation, no one like talking. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, after like 20 minutes of standing still, you're in line in the station and like a bunch of fucking software engineers show up (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, it's okay. They have cameras with them. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) yep. I mean, is this still the world record? Because I'm like, could we get a oh, group a of your favorite coaster sucks people together to like beat this? What was that? I was just saying, is this still the world record? Because if so, could we maybe get a bunch of your favorite coaster sucks people together to beat this shit? Maybe, but I'm sure the record's been broken by now. I mean, we're going to have to do a little research because... I feel like we could do this in Ohio. Yeah. You could do like start at Cedar Point, go to Kings Island, do Holiday World in Kentucky Kingdom. I would bet the record. I bet the record's like 70 plus. I'm just guessing. Oh, wait, they they did two across there. Yeah, but the question is would anybody have tried to have broken this record? Probably. 20 years ago. But as a group? I mean, okay, if there's a group that's done it, I know who it is. Yeah. But would they have tried to break their own record? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Everybody on there is like, oh, God, that was a mistake. And as far as I understand it, Grizzly is a national treasure. Okay, so the record is 20 in a is 74. Oh fuck. Okay. And it was broken in 2001. Okay. All right. That's that takes a little more doing. Yeah. How many people was it broken by? Um, I don't know. It just says like a one, two, three, four. The group of four or five people. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I feel like we could get like three or four of us together to do something like that. 75 yeah, you have to get a lot so of so um, goddamn many though. 
Yeah, right. Like, I don't even know. This music. Yeah, I guess he, right. Probably New Jersey and the. Why aren't these fucking dudes just leaning into it like wrestling heels and being like, <laughs> we love you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They're chanting you suck. And this was Six Flags. So this was probably closed for like an hour. This was shit was new. Up, oh, yep, the restraints fell. I I wonder if you could even get as many parks as you would need to on board to make an attempt like this possible nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to line up timing probably. SLC Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, wow. They brought out costume characters to ride with them. Oh, God. For a 2000 risk cam, like your 2000 risk cam, that's pretty good. Yeah. You're an Acer and you don't know how boomerangs stop. Seriously, I'm like, you live in the area and you don't, you haven't been on it? It'd be funny if like the lift motor broke and they got stuck for hours. (laughs) I mean, I get that. (laughs) Boomerangs can real fuck you up.
This one always seemed like it ran really slow. Dude, how big is this camera crew? Yeah, it's probably like 25 people. This nighttime footage is weird. Given a Discovery Channel show commentary. Yeah. So tired. We've been to three parks. <laughs> we only have 17 hours to go. <laughs> I mean, that one dude's got to be like 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Nifty. Imagine the smell of the van. Oh. <laughs> like, look at that route. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, there's probably some traffic method to it. I mean, it makes, it makes sense to end at Magic Mountain. Yeah, that, that does make sense. Because if you're way ahead of schedule, like you have, you can like beat 30, right? Like you want to beat it as much as you can. I think they end up going like 10 over. Okay. We rode that. Yep. That was a cool park. Which means he complained about traffic for the last two hours. Yeah, the whole fucking time (laughs) since they left. You guys, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the fuck is happening? Drive fucking faster. You guys Shut are going to be late. Shut up and smoke this. 
They said they had to drive the exact speed limit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, that ride was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That was definitely the best miler I ever went on. Although, to be honest, all the adult size miler coasters pretty much slap. Yeah, so I his, remember like his two commentary- or three of those drops had like insane airtime mm-hmm. with crazy head choppers. Yeah. Yeah, we rode this one too. Fucking golf cart motor. Excuse me. This must have not been an operation when we went on the trip in 2009. Yeah, probably not. Or else we definitely would have stopped there. (laughs) Also interesting, they did not include Disneyland in this at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure they wanted nothing to do with it. They're like, oh, no, you can come in, but we're not getting getting you on any rides or anything. Wow. Old knots. I'm sure that works. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they've been hocking that shit since the 90s, and they still sell that shit. No accelerator, no silver bullet. Why? Wow, before they even added the structure on the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, looks like it was running like shit that day. I haven't ridden the new one, but I do miss old Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's like the new one kind of thought it it made a real nice middle ground between beating the shit out of you and like the amazing airtime. So it doesn't feel as wild or as out of control, but it also doesn't kick you directly into the fucking nuts anymore. <clears throat> mm. 
Of course. Yeah, this one that I was, I like tried to sit into the seat <laughs> and it was just immediately like, nope. They made somebody wear the helmet cam on that shit. Come on. He took a fucking shit. I can't even imagine how bad you'd have to shit after sitting in a car with enthusiasts for six hours overnight and riding fucking 30 coasters or whatever they're at, 22. Eat park food in the morning. God. Jaguar. Yes, called it. He's a total, it's a good addition to the park kind of guy. Oh, definitely. But also, like, if you're trying to ride fucking 30 coasters in 24 hours... I would try to plan as many kitty coasters as possible. Because, yeah. like, you try to ride a bunch of fucking huge, intense coasters that that with that frequency, that might fuck you up. You know, make you sick or some shit. Like she was saying, she got dehydrated and rode the boomerang. I kind of look like Ray for a second. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back when they still had Perilous Plunge, too. Mm hmm. That would have been old perilous plunge with the lap bars. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you know hang time is a lot better than the boomerang. I think, um, <clears throat> oh wait, Windjammer wasn't there. Oh, it's right there. It's in the back. Must not have been open. It probably was SBNO. Yeah. Fucking Adventure City. Of course, they were super stoked to have them there. They're like, can we just, they're like, can we just walk, please? And then that guy's like, yeah, um, that put us like five minutes behind schedule. Yeah, I was just He's about like, to say, you guys, you guys, we're going to be late. The, the traffic on the five is growing. You guys, we're going to be late. The, the traffic on the midway is going to be really bad. 
yeah, dude, I would take Dramamine fucking probably four times throughout that 24 hours. This I remember this ride fucking me up. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I was sitting in the back and I was sitting on like one side and then on the drop I got slammed to the other side. Oh shit. Also sitting This was I- the craziest fucking Yeah. Dude, this the is what head they, chopper. This is the exact same thing they have at uh Elich or um Lakeside. That one head chopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hi. <laughs> At Lakeside, you can actually touch the track. Oh, God. They sound so done. <laughs> you guys, we don't have time for a photo. Let's just get the fuck... Come on, guys. Just ate some fried chicken. Good thing it's the last van ride. After they all ate chicken. I mean, yeah, you'd have to. It's Los Angeles. And that probably kept going for like an hour. That traffic or him chanting? Him chanting. (laughs) They're like, all right, shut the hell up, Ted. (laughs) All the B-roll footage. Right. They're like, okay, we can't interview for any longer. We got to get on the rides. I think they're, um, <clears throat> oh, that's right. I think they ride Revolution. Also, Flashback was probably SBNO. No, I think it was probably still running then. 
They don't. I don't think they, 2000. they don't. They don't write it in the show though. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was in the background though. God, those old restraints were so bad. the only good part of that ride <laughs> which is so weird because it's a fucking Schwarzkopf think of it like right riding wizard with a loop yeah but like none of the turns are as intense as like the ground hugging turn on wizard yeah. but it's been a long time since I've ridden it so I'll have to ride it again next time I'm at Magic Mountain I like the the uh, fireworks. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Why settle for 30? <clears throat> Although if the current record's 74, that seems like it would be really hard to break. Yeah. The more I've been thinking about it, I'm like, that seems really challenging. Yeah. I wonder for that, if like, if you did the East Coast and there was no traffic, that's probably your best bet. But you'll never. That's what I was thinking. Is like, I don't know. Like Pennsylvania, Maryland, New Jersey. Which, if that's the last record, I wonder how many people attempted this and didn't make it. I mean, whatever they end up getting here seems doable. Mm -hmm. Doubling it seems extremely challenging. Oh, so they wrote Superman and the line is out the building. 
Well, they knew they wouldn't get booed there because there's like the doors. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's amazing that anybody on this trip is getting credits. <laughs> right. That seems very like surprising. Mm-hmm. And fucking heavy ass B&M trains. That was really, well, besides Georgia Scorcher, this one's good. It was good. Yeah. Last time I wrote it, it wasn't, okay. it wasn't that great. It was definitely a little, uh, like, rattly yeah. last time I wrote it, but the G's are all still really good. Good take. (laughs) Which, if that's also the Cyclone train, does that mean that they were like, maybe they're running Cyclone one train? Definitely possible. Dude, Old Colossus was awesome. (laughs) They didn't send any dispatches. They just let them cross over. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, please don't put this on camera. Oh, did you just see the guy with the big, like the big fanny pack? No, I missed him. I think that was, um, um, what's his name? Rick Turner. Yeah. That, that would check out. Thank you. 
Look how loose his lap bar is. Seriously, I just noticed that. I was like, oh my God. Well, good thing there's no airtime on that ride. Like, I'm like, show him over the bunny hill. I want to see if he gets any air. Oh, maybe it was like the microphone, like equipment and all that. And like a fanny pack. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Man, it barely even touched on the brakes there. They're like, oh my god, California has a hyper coaster. <laughs> Except for Disneyland. And all these people are just like, I don't know what we're talking <laughs> for. What about, oh, the disposable camera. Yep. Yeah, I just kind of want to go to bed. Dude, I'd want to take a shower and then sleep for like three days. Can you imagine the onion ring farts in that van? Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, <coughs> I would agree. Although, why didn't they do it for Superman? Unless it just Seriously. wasn't open. But. They did the next year. Yep. They wrote 78. <laughs> One year later. <laughs> they doubled it. <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing is like, I would definitely be open to trying to get the record. There's got to be. I wonder if anyone out there has like planned it. <clears throat> 
Like, okay, I, know. I know someone that we can get involved in this, and it's somebody who listens. So I'm gonna re- I'm gonna I'm gonna page them directly right now, live on the podcast. Sean Flaherty, please get in touch with us, buddy. Oh yeah. That's who we need for this for this specific idea. <clears throat> However, that is to say, all of our listeners, that uh, we we may we may try to plan something. It would be fun to attempt to get the record, or attempt it, like without even trying to beat it. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> we would aim for beating it, but just the attempt itself would be fun. So I'm curious where <clears throat> they did it. Um, well, we're going to have to do some research on that. Oh, okay. So here's what it says. A group of four road coasters in 10 parks and four states using helicopters to travel between them. Oh, all right. Well, then it we can't do that. That's, uh, that's not going to be. <laughs> doable plus like imagine the helicopter bit like and the cost that's what I'm saying (laughs) getting that all set up like figuring out where you could land helicopters that's a logistical mind fuck well, um, that was a fun special. Thanks for sending that in, Coaster Justin. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know. I'd say this is a pretty fun 420 episode. Mm-hmm. Classic. And my voice is like deteriorating as I speak. Right. <sighs> well, and I'm fucking about to pass out over here. So, uh. I guess we call it now. All right. Yeah. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Join the Discord. Call us up. 312-5RAW-5LA. Um, or email us. Your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Uh, listen to See the Carousel. Episode 6 is out. So we have completed the run. Um, go check it out. And uh, I don't know, Ben, you got anything else? I'm good. All right, man. Well, uh, this is awesome. Good times. Let's get stoned and 420 and blah, blah, blah. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks.